I do. And I don't. Monday, bloody Monday. Monday, bloody Monday. <laughs> I know you love it when I say So shy. I have like this real phobia of singing. The phobia of singing? Yeah, I get real anxious if I have to sing. Oh, well, you just like volunteered that. I know. And we sang Old Lang Syne and you were like right into it. I know. I'm so trying to push happened? myself. Is it that you're so comfortable with me, Kat? I really am. You're, I mean, the fact that you're so emotionally naked, not physically naked. Still not physically naked. <laughs> Come on, guys. They already, we I told you last week, was no, no physical nakedness. Remember how you've asked so many times for us to have like a video component to this podcast and yet Joel consistently refuses to do it? Well, now you may have some yeah, ideas. So, you know, for, I know you don't, everybody remains anonymous and I don't see the messages before. Send me the, me- forward me the messages where so many quote unquote people have asked us for a video element to this podcast. They really do come up in a more conversational way. Oh, in person. Yeah. Well, then get person. your camera out. Sometimes in person. Sometimes people are like, I love your podcast. You guys should like do video as well. I'm just saying. We should give the people what they want. Are they, do they know what I look like? Yes, you're adorable. (laughs) Chicks dig you. What about this hunchback? (laughs) I have the hunchback, yo. Right, you have the hunchback. I've got the sunken chest. (laughs) We're hot, hot, fair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeehaw. Um, What the hell are we doing here today, Joel? uh, Kat, this is a body positive, (laughs) um, basically a, a... uh, self-help sort of like love yourself pod. We, we call it a love yourself podcast. Love yourself podcast. You know what? I was actually thinking we should do away all together with it. This is what we do on this podcast part of the podcast. <laughs> Why are you asking? Because it's like a habit. You is know, it you get into people this. know because people already know or because we you want to be more fluid with what we do? I think we can be more fluid and I think we can just like enjoy some banter up front and then just slide into it. Okay. Because when I listen to podcasts that I enjoy, yeah. they don't tell us at the, st- the top of each podcast, like, that this is what's happening here. You all right, just fine. You fucking figure it you out. You guys can go in blind, but... Yeah. Um, go in blind. All right. So I do... this. Let's just start. Okay. I do love my toes. You. I do love my ass. Okay. I don't like my nipples. I don't like my belly. Mm. I do love my tongue and what it can do. That didn't need to come with actions, Jesus. Oh, sorry. I forgot we were not on a video element to the fight. I do also love my tongue and what it can do. Ooh, you just copied me. I thought we said no fucking copying. You didn't I say thought, that. No, I thought we already talked about this <laughs> off mic. No copying. If it wasn't on the mic, it wasn't real. Okay. <laughs> that look was... <laughs> there was, I was some aggression there. Interesting. I... Were we on don't? No, we were on... Yes, Brown, yeah. don't. I don't. I have mixed feelings. This is a mm. bit of a different one. I, so I do and I don't care for, like, I don't like that I don't have perfect vision, mm. but I do kind of like the glasses look. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's part of my look. I can't imagine you without glasses, yeah. actually. I'm not even going to take them off. Um, I'm stumped. I love everything else about me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But let's like let's move on to another topic. Okay, so that was that. So I do like action movies. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is the podcast. If people don't haven't listened before, this is what we do. Each week we'll make up something completely different. You'll never know what I the hell do is actually happening. Like um Alan Alda. I also like Alan Alda. Okay. So you do one, see if I agree. Okay. I do like Dolly Parton's personality better than her music. Oh. I do don't because I do like Dolly Parton's music. I like some of and it and her personality. I like some of it. Yeah, but yeah, actually, if I was pressed, like it'd be like it'd be like by a margin, mm. it's a very small margin. I I think I would agree with you. Dolly Parton is just a vivacious woman. Very seems very wonderful. Her laugh, her her whole demeanor. So. I think I appreciate her as a person, but then I also do like her music. But yeah, so I would agree with you, but maybe not on the same the same span as you. Mm. Okay. I do like cunnilingus with no end in sight. Mm. Okay, I do like giving cunnilingus and without any sort of time limit, like. With with that, because you know, there's that whole thing where it's like, now let's do the other thing. It's like, well, wait a second. Why do we have to rush into that thing? Why don't we do this thing for a little while longer? Or then we'll do the other thing, and then maybe we go back to that other thing. So I do agree with that. I and we should have done it. I don't, but (laughs) I'm just feeling really positive about all of this right now. I do love giving as many orgasms as I possibly can. That's true. I don't have anal till I'm really comfortable with someone. Oh, now you don't. Okay. <laughs> we, you are not, you're not following the rules, Kat. <laughs> the rules are, I say something I do. You either agree with it or disagree. You, I do, or I don't it. Then you, I do something. Then I do and I don't it. <laughs> Then I, okay. I don't something. I didn't actually and you hear I, what you last said because I was just really excited about saying my thing. So can you say your last one again? <laughs> my last one was I like giving a lot of orgasms. As oh. many, I, I do love giving as many orgasms I'm pretty as sure possible. I talked about the same thing, didn't I? You my? said you like doing, you like kind of lingus with no end in sight, which yeah, by I, the way is selfish. I also, <laughs> I also like giving orgasms. Okay, then, uh, and now, now that's the I do's. I do. Because you started with the I do cunnilingus thing. Now I'll do mm-hmm. and I don't. Okay. And then you see if you agree with that. Okay. Um, uh, let me think of a good I don't. And uh, <laughs> I don't like being cold. I do like being cold. What? I know. In what context? Like in all contexts. I'd rather be cold than hot. What? Yeah. So you'd rather, right, like after we record... Go into your cold car. Yeah. Rather than being warm in the house here, right? Yeah, now. like right now my feet are so sweaty in these socks. I just what? want to peel them off, but I don't think we're there yet. And my toes are really gross right yeah, now. You, yeah, everything else. You're definitely not completely naked just wearing <laughs> Except socks for my right socks. now. <laughs> okay, so now you, I don't something. Um, I don't... Hmm. I got nothing. Hang on. By the way, what Wildcat thinks of that, it, we are going to answer some marriage or relation, intimate relationship <laughs> advice questions, which you can send to I do when I don't show at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram at I do when I don't show. We need your questions. 
and Kat reads them. Everyone remains anonymous. What are you going to say you, you don't what? I don't think we should continue with this intro. <laughs> that I just did? Yes. Well, that we have been doing. I, th- I don't think, I don't mind if we can say, but we have to put a call out for questions, don't we? Yeah, we can at the end. Okay, at the end. Yeah. All right. So what's our first question? First question. I'm I do want to hear our first question. Good, good. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm dating someone new and the conversation flows really well. Mm. We talk a lot about shared interests and she's got a ton of great stories. I'm wondering though about great date questions. What are some things I can ask to deepen our connection and get better acquainted? You know, this is a question that I love to ask, but I wouldn't suggest it (laughs) because people don't, they just never, rarely have a a satisfying answer. Is it about anal? No. Okay. It's not rude. And I wonder, I bet you 100% cat, you'd be able to answer this. You'd be all over it. Okay. But a lot of people would be are just they don't have it, and I don't know if that's like an indicator of like I shouldn't bother talking to these people. <laughs> but the question is this: What you can say it either one or the or the other way? What are you passionate about, or what are your passions? That's totally on my list of questions. Yeah, I feel like this is like the question. Yeah, I agree. And it, and so many people are like, oh, I don't know. Ooh. Helping people. Like, like I've had helping people. Like, I, I just like, I like to. Like, Which I would say bullshit because it's so vague and yeah, like what, how, what do you do to help people? In what people? way are you helping uh, people? Uh, uh, like, if people ask me my passions, I can answer my pa- passion. Like, right now I'm really passionate about pottery. You know, yeah. like, I, I'm passionate about my house plans. I'm passionate about music. I'm passionate about comedy. I'm passionate about, you know. Yeah. This podcast is okay. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things that, like, I'm passionate about creating. Like, yeah. that's the, that, at the heart of it all. And it's like, why, where, where are these people that, I mean, and I know you have, you will answer, you will have your list. Yeah, I've got a list for sure. So I would say, ask that question, but just number one, have your own passions so yeah. that you can actually talk about your passion. Also, they may not be able to answer it. So I don't know if this I think that should questions. be a way that you weed people out, to be perfectly honest with you. Because as you're talking, I'm thinking, like, how many people do I know who couldn't answer that question? And I don't know any people. Who, what? Like, in my personal sphere of humans I connect with and, like, hang out with, they would all have an answer. Except maybe one or two people. But, yeah, but my what close if, friends... What if these people? What if this girl has a really cute butt? There's... Girls with amazing asses who have a lot of passions. What? Says a girl with amazing ass <laughs> who has a lot of passion. Look. For example, look. <laughs> definitely not naked on your couch. You're not naked right now, but I Spling will take my your ass word. At you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can find a girl with a nice ass. I don't know ass. if you heard when Kat said, yeah, she was facing away from the mic. <laughs> but there's no reason for that. It wasn't like she was mooning me or something like that. No, I would never. This is a totally professional circuit here. Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. My my version of that was, what do you think you were sent here to do? Okay, so... <laughs> Which is a little bit more yeah, next that, level. That, if, when you ask it that way, people are like, what the... <laughs> um, mm. I go hard. I can't help it. Yeah, that one's a bit like... What, I don't think we were sent here to do anything. Have fun, short time, long time. You know, like those <laughs> of, no, no. But what are you passionate about? Yeah. But anyway, okay. So yeah, what are you passionate about? It's a great question. What else you got? Um, 
what do you most want to learn about love? Maybe oh. maybe not on the first date. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Is it horrible? <laughs> Should I definitely not ask the professor that Yeah, throw that, that in the garbage. No, okay, professor, well, let, do let, not answer that yeah. question. What do you, okay, so wait, word it again. Let's what, work with this. What do you, what do you most? What do you most want to learn want to about learn love? learn about love? That's a, that, first of all. 80s ballad in the making. <laughs> what do you most want to learn about love? Uh, um, no. <laughs> it's just a difficult wording, cat. but also, like, that I'm takes. I'm a writer. That takes a lot of, I don't know about that. <laughs> that takes a lot of introspection. Yeah. Like, you really, that's, hey, I want to get to know you. What do you most want to learn about love? It's like, what? How have you failed at your previous relationships? Well, see, I think like if you ask something like, what, what could like, you have done through better? your life, what have you learned? Like, what, it, what, what have, have you, you learned? learned? Oh, okay. I like that. That you could talk. It's a much more concise question. Yeah. You're, like, what do you know? Not what would you like to know? Like, <laughs> I want to know what love is. I want to know what you want to <laughs> know about what love is. <laughs> I don't even know what I don't know. How am I supposed to answer that question? (laughs) I'd like to know all the things I don't know so far. Okay, the reason why we don't have a video component to the show is because I'm laughing like a hyena right now. (laughs) You really flew back on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's really sweaty in here. I'm actually quite cool. <laughs> you sure are. Okay, more questions. Let's see. Damn it. I like tapped the screen right <laughs> out of existence as well. Um. <clears throat> the next question is, what would you like to taste that you have never tasted before, <laughs> but you've never heard of something that could be tasted that... <laughs> um, spaghetti with mayonnaise on it? I don't know. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I don't know why that's like... Curdling my that, stomach. That would be good. What's your ideal way to spend a rainy day? Mm, that's a that's a very innocent, fun sort of yeah. question. What's your ideal way to spend a rainy day? That's a real, that's an opener, I think. Mm. Because it's easy, it's, you know, um, and then you can say, because all, day, all the days these days are rainy due to COVID, we can't leave the house. It's like every day is just puddles and puddles and puddles of rain and... And rain that freezes in the street. You slip and slide all over the place, getting in accidents hither and thither. And they're like, what are you, some kind of a poet? <laughs> hither and thither. <sighs> Love it. Um, okay, do you have another? Uh, no, I'm, I, I, I had the best one. So. so the New York Times published this great list in 2015, mm. which I will post. Well, <laughs> hey, let's talk about old lists. <laughs> No, but this is good. They're timeless. Yeah. So there's 37 questions that will lead to love. So mm. if you have a dialogue with a person and you ask all 37 questions. Wait, wasn't there a, uh, wasn't there something like 20 questions to make someone love you or the. This is, the, this, this is, is it. it. It's like 37 it's questions. Yep. 37. Uh. 37 questions. So if you that make it that to far. Love. Yeah, All exactly. Down the list of I, I've played twenty questions, but thirty seven. Now this questions? is an experiment I actually want to try because I'm like primed for circumstance in which to have this unfold. Mm-hmm. How many podcast episodes is that? If I do like, so you're gonna so we'll in see it 10, to the end. 11, 12, and one, twelve, <laughs> almost thirteen full episodes later. I love you. Is that what the plan is? <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe um, not. So. That doesn't feel like Did you have know. a happy childhood? <laughs> How did a listener ask that question? That's weird. I think the first. No, no, no. I mean, like, I'm going to try this. No, off I mic know you were and update y'all. Yeah, wasn't you weren't going to try it with me? No. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> oh no, Joel! I, I thought up. you were going to do me three. <laughs> I gave up <laughs> on that like seven to ten <laughs> podcast episodes. That's ago. it. That's not that many <laughs> podcast episodes. Um, hey, where did I go? I go we're hard. like in the '60s here, Cat. I'm pretty sure it was earlier <laughs> than that. But um, how? I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be from now on. All of our questions are. <laughs> Just the me. 37 questions. Right. If you could have a celebrity dinner party, who would you invite? <laughs> Do you think that's one of the three? It's the first question. What? Yeah, who would you have at the imaginary dinner party of your dreams? Well, Alan Alda, obviously. <laughs> we would both have Alan Alda. <laughs> we are meant to be. All right, Sinbad, move over. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. This is so funny. There's also a really great book by the Gottmans who are like legendary relationship therapists and mm-hmm. it's called Eight Dates. So the premise is that you create eight dates and in each date you have a series of questions that you've got to go through together. And mm. it's like fun and playful, but it's meant to like talk about real shit. So that's great. The only way to know if it's fate is to create eight dates. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I am the poet. I think <laughs> you really are. You're quite poetic. I think we have to record all of these episodes at nighttime from here on in. That's what I think. That's when I come out. Undercover I, I really night. come out. They come out at night. Yeah. That's when the energy grows. You oh, my God. That? It's Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> You're singing Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, well, that is Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> um, Was that your French-Canadian accent? <laughs> yeah. Sarah mm. McLaughlin is playing. <laughs> what? How is that possible? How is it... How, Oh my God. Can I tell you this one offside anecdote? I wish you would. I was at um, a art walk. This is a good date. I, oh, I guess they don't have that these days. But I was at one of these art walk things. Uh, what is it called? Art crawl? I, oh, yeah. An art crawl in Hamilton. Hamilton? Hamilton, Ontario, uh-huh. which is not Ontario. It's Ontario. And I'm just, it's not that I'm missing the age. Um, it was in Hamilton, nowhere near or Ontario Street. Um, <laughs> Your French Canadian accent is appalling. I'm just not pronouncing the H's. But w- this, uh, my, the friend I was with and I, we go into this one art installation, and it was kind of sad because this woman, French woman, was doing a uh, piece about how, uh, I guess. Inuit people or people in the, the Northern Territories, um, when they're done with these husky dogs, they actually put them down. Which, and she had horrible, this is actually, I realized, kind of dark, but horrible pictures of the dogs being uh, slaughtered, I suppose. And the in, in definite, like, performance art sort of, like, you know, way you had this sound which if anyone's done an art crawl before you'll recognize it (laughs) you know how they love to use that like rumbly ambient rumble yeah Mm -hmm. you're like why is this in every single installation and but there's a bit of a beat happening a bit of a pulse and she's going art earth art earth art earth they killed the uskies. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Art, earth, art, earth. 
They killed the Huskies. I'm so sorry that. This Why'd happened. you pick H words? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, it was the arrowing time. Why just do, if you can't pronounce H's, use other words. Okay? Anyway. I would challenge the whole notion of the entire installation, to be perfectly frank, but what do I know about art? Hey, she was trying to bring a, a, a awareness to the them killing the uskies, and her art was urt, so <laughs> she wanted to uh, share My that. My Ed is urt. <laughs> Listening to this. Well, so, I mean, hot tip, don't tell anecdotes like that on any kind of days. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't even think it worked. It's not to talk about. You know, Kat, I don't even think it really worked in the podcast just now. I think you're right. This would be like the last date we were ever yeah. on. So this fucking weird guy told me about great some, story, Joel. Tell it again. Our, our, I don't know if it was a heart installation or an art installation at this point, but <laughs> what is a heart crawl? I don't. Yeah, what's a heart crawl? It's so strange. Anyway, I don't think he was French, but he was racist towards French people. And the Inuit, apparently. Anyway. <laughs> Is Let's that how you pronounce that? Inuit? Yeah. Inuit. How have I pronounced it Inuit and never been corrected my whole entire life? Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> Ready? Well, yeah, I don't don't pause. <laughs> my husband and I have been married for several decades. He suffers from heart disease and his various medications have affected both his libido and made it impossible for him to use Viagra or other erectile aids. I'm okay to shelve sex, but he's stopped being affectionate altogether. I miss his touch. What can we do? Ooh. It's a tough one. This is what this is. I think we need to take a moment and acknowledge the fact that we have leveled up to a new generation of listeners, first of all. That's good. That's great. And and this is actually what the whole podcast, my initial um, idea for the podcast like was. Like actual married people. Yeah, married people, but also like way beyond my the area of knowledge, experiential knowledge yeah. or anything like that. So Both this in perfect. vascular issues and in long-term commitment. Definitely in the long-term commitment. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, and even I feel like it's a bit beyond your uh, world of understanding thus far. Oh, you would be surprised. (laughs) I've dated so many people with heart disease. No. Uh, I mean, I don't have firsthand experience with this, but I have some thoughts about this. Of course. And and I will have some thoughts too, Kat. (laughs) Um, Why don't you start with your thoughts? Okay. Um, I'm figuring that he's avoiding her altogether because he's worried that any kind of physical connection is going to be like a prelude to sex. Mm-hmm. And then he's like feeling uncomfortable and perhaps some shame around not being able to perform that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier just to avoid it altogether than to like start something he can't finish. Could it also be that it, he feels that if he might uh, have the flutter of desire and also be frustrated in himself to not be able to like follow through do you think that just because he is unable to um perform that means that his um his desire goes away um no i think probably there's still some stirrings Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised to find out so i would say the complexity probably exists on both sides right i'd be so frustrated i feel like i would (laughs) don't really want to say it on the podcast i don't know i'd be like is there a reason to live? Oh anymore? wow, that's dark. <laughs> I mean, I think my art would hurt, but your art, your art would hurt. Um, I think 
it's not uncommon for people as they age to kind of lose interest in a sexual relationship, the likes of which they had when they were younger. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I would, I would be curious to pull the numbers on how many people as they age continue being sexually active versus those who just kind of let it go. I wonder if there are stats for that. And well, there for sure are. I just, I'm, I, I would, um, like, you know, I've been doing this pottery and you know that I'm, I'm more or less generally single lately. Um, more or less generally. Am I know, also more or less generally single at this no, point? No, you're more or less generally always sort of trying to get into a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Both very committal, eh? I'm more or less generally single. You're more or less sort of kind of trying to get into a re- the next relationship. Um <laughs> I do, and he doesn't. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's perfect. It works every oh time. My God. But uh, I like sometimes think, what would happen if I lose my libido? Mm-hmm. Like if I get to the point where I'm just, mm, I don't really need it. And then I feel like, how free would I feel? I would just work on this. I'd make pots. I'm going to tell you that I actually experienced this. I know you joke that I'm always trying to be in a relationship, but I really hung up my skates like fully, completely. Just recently? Like, yeah. So for two weeks? It hasn't, no. It's been a couple months. Okay. Which is a real record for me. (laughs) You can stop It's short term, Kat. It is short term for sure. But I was like. But but it's, you felt that. It was done. I was just done. I was like, I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not really thinking about it. And that this was more of a, a like sexual congress, if we will, not so much the romantic relationship. No, thing, like but you, everything, right? It but was that just was like you, like had your libido had subsided. I could have checked myself into a convent quite happily. Hmm. Like it was just, I was, it was off. The switch was off, and I think I turned it off myself. But it was very freeing. It was like an amazing space in which I was able to dig deeper with many other meaningful things. So I don't think it's the end of the world if your libido is kind of done. Um, I feel like if I, if I got to the point where the, um, the desire was gone, then I, w- I wouldn't be like, oh, I wish that was still there because that means you have the desire. Yeah. So it would be like, oh, I just am indifferent. But when you're with somebody and they're your partner and you know, your partner wants physical affection and, you know, I I don't know if that would awaken something in you or you're right. Maybe, I mean, there's a chance this guy's just a little aloof. Yeah, it could be. But it it sounds like both people are kind of okay with sex not being part of the equation anymore. Right. So in that case, maybe it should just like be a conversation. Yeah, because he maybe, maybe sex was... And I wonder how many relationships this is true for, that sex is the way that physical intimacy um, exists. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that will still spoon. Yeah. I remember I, I would be over at my childhood friend's house and his parents, fully grown adults with like four or five kids or something like that, would be spooning on the couch on a Sunday afternoon Aww. watching Country Canada. I love it. I and I was just it. like, mm, never, ever, ever going to see my parents spooning on the couch <laughs> that's just not going to happen so they they had physical affection 
I'm sure if the sex dried up for them, they would always be connected in some way. And that yeah. kind of thing. So some people are those. That's their love language. Again, we bring that. There's that word again, love languages. Mm-hmm. But um, ooh, that's a good dating question to backtrack. What do you think? What your are love your love languages? languages? What are your all five? I hate that. Pick two at the least, mm-hmm. at the most. <laughs> you said all five. <laughs> well, of course, I do love gifts. Um, <laughs> I do. It's if somebody true. wants to do acts of service, I will take it. I mean, I just don't want. <laughs> I just don't want to say no to that. I just um, physical touch and words of love, affirmation, but <laughs> <laughs> words of correction. Yeah, I love words of cr- constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, sidetrack. Okay, yeah. So I think they should talk about it. Yeah, so just, just say, talk like, about it and maybe it'll be like, hey. Can we still do this? Yeah, remember when we used mm-hmm. to do the sex thing? Well, now we don't do that, but can we still like sit close on the couch? Yeah. Can we hold hands? Can we snuggle? Mm-hmm. Can you kiss me on the cheek once in a while? Yeah. Can we have heavy, heavy, heavy makeout sessions? <laughs> I don't know if they want to do that. I don't think they do. (laughs) I think it's no. I think it's like hand-holding. They definitely don't if this is the same guy that doesn't brush his teeth in the morning. Was that last episode? That was the last episode. (laughs) Boy, what a memory I've got. (laughs) Whip smart. (laughs) Okay. Talk about it. Have a conversation about it. Yeah. And and it's so... I don't think that there's a... uh, um, Like any sort of like way to make that heavy... It's like, babe, no. I want you to hug me. Yeah. And sidle up, by the way. Can't you just like move yourself into those Can positions? You, hug me? you lay lay in bed and just like push your butt towards <laughs> just be like, let's spoon. Yeah. Or just shut get yourself in the crook of his arm or whatever. Like you can just get in there. Crook him. Sometimes that might be like a, a lovely little oh, she she wants to be close to me. The other thing is, you know, maybe if you initiate a few times, it'll get him to initiate it. Sometimes if you always go, hey, why aren't you doing this? Well, why aren't you doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. You know, get in there. Yep. Just be like, okay, I, I'm sitting on this side of the couch. We're watching Desperate Housewives of Indiana. I'm going to, no, Perfect Hot, hot Wives. Hot Wives. Hot Wives. Anyway, um, I'm going to go get a glass of water, put it down, and then lay in front of him. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, put my head on his lab, whatever. So anyway, I think I did better on that one. You What's did. What's the next one? <laughs> Last question. Hey, Joel and Kat, hey. I'm demisexual, which brings up a world of issues when it comes to dating and relationships. How can I communicate this to someone I'm getting to know without scaring them off or consistently getting friend-zoned? Mm. Uh, what's demisexual? Demisexual is when you don't feel sexually attracted to someone until you've developed a deep connection with Ugh. them. I've, I've, I have come across this, um, which I uh, did ask that question, but I forgot what it meant. Um, why, why on earth would somebody friend zone because they they can't take the time? <laughs> Well, maybe if you're not upfront about it, they don't really know what's happening, right? Like No, but this person's saying, Why do I get friend zone every time I tell someone about it? Yeah. So that means that they're the person this person saying these things to goes, What? So like you actually have to like me before you want to fuck me? I know. Oh I don't know about that. Sometimes demisexuality can come hand in hand with demi romance. 
as well, demiromanticism, which means that you don't even have like romantic notions about a person until you've developed a deep connection. That's confusing to me. Yeah. Because it's like, why are you going to spend the time then? Yeah, exactly. You're just wondering, maybe I'll feel romantic towards this person if I... If I get to know them. Get to know them. I find that whole concept suspect. (laughs) We're going to get backlash. But... Uh, yeah, I guess it is difficult. I find it suspect because of this, cat. What if, like, it's so hard to it's so hard to have a that have that as a um, concept of a way a person is mm-hmm. the romantic one. I get the sex one. I feel like the sex one is almost normal. Yeah, like that should be the norm. Yeah, the other way is kind of like, huh? That's how we get into lots of trouble. Yeah. So the sex one, I get. The romance one, like you don't really feel romantic or drawn towards someone. Until yeah, like you basically get to know you approach them. everyone as a friend. And right. then as you get to know them and deepen your connection, you start to develop romantic feelings. Okay, I guess that almost seems normal when you word it like that too. Yeah, but it makes it difficult to date, right? Yeah, because so you just have to <laughs> like, change. Let's hang out. Maybe I will want to date you. <laughs> I feel like it's more like let's have the same group of friends mm-hmm. and interact in that group. And maybe one day after observing you for, you know, however long, I may be like, hey, by the way, I've developed a serious crush on you. Yeah. And that's not that weird. It's not that weird. If you go, let's, you and I spend one-on-one time, dedicate yourself and your time to me and maybe, and I'll, I'll take this time, spend this time on you. And maybe I might develop some sort of feelings towards you at some point. Like that seems silly. I guess it does. Because who who are you choosing to do this with? You have like twenty friends, hoping one of them might be the person. Might be that the you... one that you develop the attraction to. I was stumped by this one, to be honest with you. I think this is a good time in which to exercise this idea. Like mm-hmm. it's real easy to connect with people right now and like really temper expectation around romantic experience and connection because no one can see anyone. But there's got to be more to this. Um, to to the way and this isn't what this person is asking but I'm trying to get my head around demisexual demi romanticism demisex mm-hmm. because and I feel like maybe this will be a good this is a good way of spitballing maybe these questions that I have are questions that other people might have that maybe this person can go oh this is these are good talking points yeah um if you uh a, a, like look on a dating website and you see a person and like, is is there not like some sort of criteria that you can go? Okay, I definitely won't even bother with this person. You know, like they they are don't want to be height heightist, but they are five two, and I'm just not going to ever date someone that's five two. Maybe I know from the past I've never of all my friends been attracted to someone that's five two. Mm-hmm. Swipe left. All right, this person smokes cigarettes. Swipe left. Mm-hmm. Okay, this person, whatever. There's got to be criteria that you can say, narrow down these options. It's definitely not happening, yeah. Because you can't sit there going, well, everyone's an option until I get to know them for six months and then maybe. <laughs> I mean, in that case, it almost feels like probably, definitely, they will all become like romantic interests Mm -hmm. because then you're just talking about like 
the amount of time you spend alone with someone, what like I think it heightens the chances of you yeah. becoming attracted to yeah. them. Like, because you get to know them, you can empathize with them. You know, yeah. yeah, so maybe there are certain qualities that you know you're looking for or you know right. that you are you feel quite compatible with. So I feel like if you start at a place where... Because I, I, that's how I think it, it can confuse people. You you match with them and you go, by the way, I'm demisexual. I don't... I'm not interested in you, but I might be when I get to know you. <laughs> It's like, well, if you're not interested in me, why am I, what, what, like, what kind of hurdle am I going to have to jump over here? Yeah, what do I have to do? Yeah. But if you can explain it in the sense of, I, uh, these are some things that I think are really cool about you. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed that this, actually you seem fun and we could I- interact and chat. I do, I do really want to get to know you because I can't. Be sexually attracted to somebody until I'm really comfortable and really get to know them. And I'm interested in getting to know you. I don't know where it's going to go. But there's something that sparks my interest. And maybe it can become something I like that approach. It's really open and straightforward. Yeah, because that's more... It's less than going, I'm demisexual. Look it up. Deal with it. (laughs) Oh, great. I'm in the friend zone again. You know? (laughs) Yeah, of course you are because they don't get it. Yeah, I like that approach a lot. And like a demisexual partner would be an amazing solution for anyone who's ever moved too fast in things. Mm-hmm. Not that I know anyone like that at all. But you still kiss him on the first date, right, Kat? <laughs> just still kiss him. By the way, still kiss him on the first date. Even if it, it doesn't have to be a sexual kiss. No, don't do it. Just enjoy each other's company. See where it goes. I like your approach. I think that's the, the answer right there. Like just be upfront about it, but in a way that, creates opportunity rather than closes a door. Right. You want to validate also that this person isn't just one possible option in a sea of many options that you are just, you just matched with them because they happen to exist on this app with you. And now you are just going to take as much time as possible um, out of your life and their life to maybe see if there might, no, there has to be a reason why you have matched. Yeah. Validate that. Yes, absolutely. You know, be like, you're not just nobody. (laughs) I'm just not like casting the line out to see. I don't know who I'm going to find attractive. I'm (laughs) so completely confused. I'm trying to talk to 16 other people. Yeah, there's got to be, because that's what I was like. So there's no, you have no inkling about a person until you like down the road. That seems a little bit... And and let me just say one more little caveat. One more. <laughs> and then we're going to say goodnight. <laughs> one more caveat. Don't say, and I've had this happen, I would rather get to know you first type of thing. Mm. I want to get to know you. I want to, you know, I don't want to just jump into things. And then barely respond and give one word answers and take three days. Three. If you want to get to know someone, be engaging. Yeah, engage. So I, I think that's part of it. I'm demisexual. I just like, it takes me a while to warm up. I just need to get to know someone. That's fine, but so, don't be so demi-responsive. <laughs> yeah. So what are your passions? Uh, I don't know, like loads. Helping people. I love helping people. <laughs> like, how do you help people? Hey, how was your day? <laughs> oh, okay, forget it. Engage, engage, yeah. engage. Yeah. Yes. Was that our That was a whole three? shebang. We did it. We did it again, Kat. <laughs> we did. Okay, Hooray. so now you want to tell people what the show is. Yes. 
Okay. So we basically uh, compare our bodies and <laughs> movies we like, and we say what we do and we don't like about ourselves. And um, we answer these questions that people have sent in that you've heard, and they are sent to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or our Facebook or Instagram. I do and I don't show. Kat reads them. Mm-hmm. She keeps everyone anonymous. She pours over the questions. That's her reading them, right? Yeah. It looked yeah. like you were reading Braille with your fingers <laughs> or type it. And then the sound of typing, it was very confusing. Um, and then um, she brings it over to me. And as you heard, I shoot from the hip and answer them better than she ever could. Ever. Or even dream of. Um, and that's basically it, eh, cat. That is. We'd also really appreciate it if you've enjoyed this show. If you could leave us a review and a rating and tell all your friends Mm -hmm. and if you or they have cute butts just slip into my dms um and all i need to say is (laughs) are you guys enjoying this pandemic as much as i am